Welcome back to episode 21 of Anime Deep Dive, the podcast that does in-depth reviews of different anime series. Due to the extent in which plot points will be discussed, a spoiler warning will now be in effect. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen a series and are only looking for a recommendation, there will be a timestamp in the episode description you can skip to called Final Thoughts. This section will be spoiler-free where I get my overall opinion on a series and whether or not I think it's worth your time to watch it. So now that that's out of the way, let's deep dive into Trinity 7. Released in 2014 by Studio 7 Arcs Pictures, it has 12 episodes and comes in both sub and dub. Like most dubs I've mentioned in the past few reviews, this one just sounded bland like the voice actors aren't even trying to convey emotion or create a believable voice for their respective characters. I would highly recommend you watch this series in sub. As for how I discovered this series, you may be shocked to hear this, but it was picked out at random by Crunchyroll. The story follows Arata Kasuga, who has his reality destroyed by something called Breakdown Phenomenon, losing his cousin in the process. Arata is eventually saved by a beautiful red-headed girl named Lilith. Arata takes this opportunity to save his cousin by joining Lilith at the Biblia Academy. Here, Arata learns how to wield magic and meets seven super-skilled female mages, known for being the strongest at the Academy, who will help him along his journey. Arata is a perv, but he's not a creep. What I mean to say is he doesn't try to grope girls or aggressively go after them. He's very laid back and just open about his desires. Like when Sora asks if he enjoys her human feel, he simply says yes, it's very warm and soft. And Arata's lewd behaviors are comical. He tells the fake Hijiri, oh well, I guess you've gotten bigger. And the first thing he notices about Lilith during their introduction is about her bust size. All this goofy lewd stuff aside, Arata is actually pretty sharp. He used the childhood drawing and the sun to figure out something was wrong, which exposes the damage done by the breakdown phenomenon. Or when he tricks Sora into giving him the answer to escape the dorm room trap. That was pretty clever. And he also noticed Levi hiding on the ceiling during her introduction. From the other students in the school, Arata learns that he is a demon lord candidate. And like most anime demons, Arata is equipped with black wings that shoot out of his back when his powers go out of control. As for Arata's design, his Magus mode when he takes control of his powers was dope. I wish they would have kept that look. Eventually he just goes sleeveless and it looks like he has a towel wrapped around his waist. But when he gets the Astral Trinity armor, that was sick. His white hair, his demon form, it was friggin' awesome. Arata's voice actor, Yoshizugi Matsuoka. I recognize his voice as Bell from Damachi, but he has voiced quite a few characters I know like Kirito from SAO and Beltigis from ReZero, which are reviews I've already covered on the channel, so check them out. Then we have Lilith, who is a teacher at the academy, despite being the same age as Arata. She is seen as more straight-laced than the other girls in the Seven. I feel like Lilith loves to teach, so she was slightly jealous when Arata decides to actually work hard and learn. He went to nearly every other girl except for her for assistance. Lilith fights with a gigantic magical rifle and she is a savage. She uses a rocket launcher blowing off the roof for a misunderstanding with Arata and Mira. And towards the end of the season, she just starts pulling out the blicky all the time. I also really enjoyed the monocle she gets when she pulls out her weapon. And Lilith is the first person Arata says something genuine to when he compliments her smile at the hot spring overlooking the town. The next girl in the seven is Arin. Arin states she is destined to be the bride of the demon lord, so with Arata being a candidate, she quickly develops an awkward affinity towards him. I really loved her lack of emotion and her monotone, stare, was really funny to me. Arin also shows us even though Arata talks the talk, he doesn't really walk the walk. He ran out of the bath so fast when the measurement talk came up. And I realize he just couldn't handle it because his relationship to her is kind of awkward because she shares a striking resemblance to his cousin. 
And I have to say, Iron came in clutch saving Arata and Lilith from the demon mode Hejuri using the same anti-magic spear that's used in the Fate series. Then we have Sora, who's actually one of my favorite characters in the series. She's the Astral Codex Grimoire. In human form, she's a little punk rocker with her little leather outfit. She both matches and supports Arata's lewd behaviors. She's just as bad herself, proclaiming she was going to seduce Arata to Mira and Akio. I have to say though, she is a great wing woman, always pressing the action for Arata with the girls, even removes Lilith's top with a leaf. That was a throw Ninja would be proud of. And I really enjoyed Sora's fighting style. She just kind of has these magical circles that fire out energy blasts. She's very relaxed, just snaps her fingers to activate them. Our next girl from the seven is Levy. Levy is the best. She is so chill and matches Arata's energy as well, especially when they first meet. He comments on her being a ninja and she's like, cool, right? And I was sitting there watching like, hell yeah, it is cool. <laughs> she enjoys trolling Lilith with the uh, arts of the bedroom comment. That was absolutely great. And Ninja's character design is the best. I love that she uses a shuriken as a hair tie and she rocks a classic long scarf, has a shortened katana across her lower back. She just looks absolutely awesome. And Levy is our first example that the world's magic isn't just chanting a spell to summon fire. She uses a lot of swordplay and physical attacks. And now we go from best to worst. Next girl in the seven is Mira. Mira is powerful in terms of raw ability. She also has the power to reflect magic. She is kind of security, but she mostly reminds me of a school prefect just running around and ruining everyone's fun. Mira is by far my least favorite character, terrible personality, and she needs to cut that rat tail off the back of her head immediately. Also, she jumps to murder for everything, like even after Yui is saved, she tells her if it happens again, she would still kill her. But then when it comes to her good old pal Lise, she's willing to look for an alternative option. It's like, you can't play favorites like that. I just did not like Mira. And then we have her partner in crime, Akio. Akio at first comes off as Mira's muscle and attack dog, but then we get to look into their past and see that Akio brought Mira into the Trinity 7. She made her feel like having immense magical power wasn't something to be feared or a reason to isolate herself. They became real friends and I actually really enjoyed seeing their dynamic and history. Akio has the strongest offensive capabilities. What I love about her magic is it's based on physical enhancement. She will strengthen her own body and use hand-to-hand -hand combat. She doesn't utilize magic blasts or enchanted items like the others. Next we have Yui who is the sweetest one in the seven. I love just how unapologetically she goes after Arata. And let's keep it real. How awesome would it be dating her? Hey baby, let's use your other body tonight. It's like having two girlfriends. She's so cute and I loved her kissing Arata for saving her and them becoming like real friends. Then Yui hops on the torture Lilith train kissing Arata right in front of her. I absolutely loved it. Yui is so powerful. She lives under the academy and mostly functions in a dream universe. And I mean, she brought a dragon to this series, so that just bumps up her stock even more. And then we have the twins, Selena and Lise. Selena fancies herself a journalist. She asks Arata the hard-hitting questions right from the jump, like what kind of girls do you like? She, like Levy, enjoys toying with Lilith to get a reaction out of her. And her older twin sister, who has been missing for some time, Lise, has become a demon lord candidate as well. The fact Lise fights with an iPad, I don't know why, but I get such a kick out of that. And I feel bad for Selena now because every time something goes down, she's going to get trapped in her camera so Lise can use her body to fight. The only villain, if we can even call her that, that's worth mentioning is Hijiri. That's Arata's cousin who he's been searching for. After she disappeared during the breakdown phenomenon, Hirji has witnessed the future in which Arata and the Trinity 7 are the catalyst for the world's destruction. Wanting to save him from this fate, Hijiri will go as far to kill him in order to protect him. But her overall goal is to have Arata live where he can truly be happy. 
So even though she's on the evil side, her motives are kind of pure. And Hedri is armed to the teeth with different max power magic. And as I'm going to mention a little later on, I'm pretty clueless with the magic in this show, but all her attacks looked really awesome. And the last character I wanted to touch on is the school's headmaster. He was hilarious. He's one of the top magic users in the world, but acts like a total goof. We discover if you're powerful enough to see his grimoire, staring at it too long will still drive a person insane. I was hoping to see a little action out of this clown, but what they did works so much better. He says he has an opponent, but they don't actually fight. It's just more of a power play, like, hey, if you jump into the girl's fight, then I'm going to get involved, which no one wants. Two mages of their calibers could supposedly destroy the planet if they go all out and aren't careful, so I really enjoyed them building up to how savage a fight could be in the future with him involved. When I first saw Trinity 7, I absolutely loved it. The pacing of this series is impeccable. There are a lot of characters, and even with only 12 episodes, I feel like I got enough time with each of them. They all had their moments to shine. The variety in each use of magic kept things from being dull, but what I will say is that certain points got confusing for me when it came to magic. Like even re-watching it now, some of the subtitles flash very quickly on the screen, not giving me a chance to read it, let alone comprehend everything. And that was really my issue, like understanding the thema and the archives. I know what a grimoire is, but how they're used in the show where they can be human or be a book, and how Arata just got magic and the grimoire kind of did it for him. There was just a lot of things going on that I personally didn't understand, but it didn't take away from the show. Like, I was so invested. And the last thing that I kind of struggled with was some parts of the show were edited oddly, in my opinion. Episode 3 stands out. Episode 2 ends with Arata about to be obliterated from existence by Akio's kick. But then in the next episode, it starts with everything being solved and the crew out at the beach. I went back to see if I missed an after credit scene or something, and I was very confused but then it goes back and shows you what happens later in the episode and then jumps back to the beach day again. Like, it was just a weird creative choice to present things in that way. The animation in this series was very good, had a lot of detailed backgrounds. My only critique is I guess sometimes the backgrounds look so good compared to the characters. And they would also have the characters just bouncing in place to simulate walking as the background slowly crawled behind them. It was just little things like that I noticed, but it didn't take away from the show. And something else that I wanted to point out is this series just loves blowing out windows and showing glass shards fall to the ground. Just a random thing I picked up on. As for the fight scenes in this series, I mean we can just get it out of the way. Levy has hands down the best fights in this series. No one even came close to matching her. When we had Levy versus Lise, at this point I was naive in thinking Naruto invented ninja things. So seeing Levy go ham with the kunai let me know that these are well known items. I just only seen them in Naruto. Levy throws her knife and then is fast enough to catch up to it and retrieve it mid-air. Then Mira charges this big old attack that accomplishes nothing. But I mean, if I have to give her some credit, it did look cool. Then Levy starts using instant transmission all over the battlefield and jumps out of her clothes using them as a decoy. That was so awesome. It was one of my favorite parts of the show. And then we had Levy's battle in the courtyard. I mean, you have swordplay, shadow clones. She damn near slits that girl's throat completely. Then a good warrior knows when to employ a strategic retreat, especially after coughing up a liter of blood. Levy gets healed up, uses the old Sasuke threads attached to kunai just to be sliced apart again, like, my poor ninja. Alright, now let's get into some nitpicks. The first nitpick, if you're not part of the Trinity 7, you're useless. The other students at the academy are just lambs for the slaughter. We see them knocked out for not having enough magic power, 
They get wrecked when the Shadow Demons attack school. They don't defend themselves at all. Yui even had to put them in a dream universe just to protect them. I wish they would have made the students, like, at least capable of running away on their own. My second nitpick, does anyone in this school know how to knock? Lilith, Mira, and Akio all just waltzed into Arata's room while he has someone else in his bed. Levi, Selina, and Aaron are just as bad too for appearing in Arata's room whenever they feel like it. The opening for this season had a great track, and one of my favorite parts of it is Lilith just walking down the hall like she's so serious. Alright, let's get into Best Girl Waifun Harem. Now, Best Girl is hands down Levi. Now, I think Lilith and Arata should get together, but for me, Levi is the top choice. In case you didn't know, she's a ninja. Her fights outshine everyone in this series, plus she's a cutie. Levi is the only girl in the series Arata has not seen naked, so that took some serious skill. And overall, she was just my favorite character. I give Levi waifu status. And as for a harem, I mean Trinity 7 as a whole is harem worthy. And if I was Arata, the only person I would kick out is Mira. Alright, now we get into final thoughts. Trinity 7 is one of the best series I've seen at introducing a large amount of characters properly in a short 12 episodes. The development and interest I got from every character in this show were better than some series with 25 episodes. If you're looking for good female representation and strong women characters, this show is overflowing with them. The action is good, the world is interesting, and even if you're like me and struggle to follow along with all the magical lingo, this series is still amazing, so give it a watch if you haven't already. Alright, that's going to be it for this week's review. Hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.